Thank you, and welcome to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO of BBB Western Ontario. And, and Ask I- BBB is a program that gives consumers information from businesses they can trust. Today on Ask BBB, spring and spring cleaning. Getting rid of stuff might be part of your purge. We will welcome uh, Andrew DeBoer of 1-800-GOT-JUNK to the show this morning. It might also be the time you consider remodeling. And if a kitchen or bathroom renovation is in your plans, you'll want to stay tuned for tips on what to expect from a contractor. Your social media privacy has been front and center in discussion since news of Cambridge Analytica mining and use of personal data. So this morning, we'll look at how you can do a social media privacy tune-up. Let's welcome our first guest to Ask BBB, Andrew DeBoer of 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Hey, good it's good to be here again. Thanks for inviting me back. Andrew, do people follow the old tradition of spring cleaning still, and is this a busy time of year for you and your crews? Oh, absolutely. It's uh, it's spring cleaning in our in our business, in our franchise, and we've got franchises right across North America, and that trend, uh, the spring cleaning trend is here, even in Canada, where it's cold and, and snowy in the winter, to down in the southern states. They're their busiest time of year is always the spring. So for us, it's as soon as that warm weather weather hits and then we get those 18, 20 degree days in sunshine, it's like somebody turns on a light switch. And when they turn on the switch, how do they decide whether they're going to call you or just put it all at the curb? Uh, basically, it depends on how much time and effort you want to put into it yourself, right? I mean, if you want to save money, it's always easier and cheaper to do things yourself and bring it out to the curb or bring it to a local recycling yard. Um, but for, for most of our customers, right, uh, they like to just point at it. Point, our teams do the rest, and that's all they have to do. So what are the type of things your crew will come and pick up? Uh, basically, we'll pick up anything non-hazardous. So furniture, appliances, construction, renovation material, yard waste. So you've done some spring cleaning. You've got some uh, green waste or tree branches. We'll pick all that stuff up. You know, client, clients point, we do the rest. Are there things that your business can't take? Um, yeah, we can't take any hazardous material. So like paint, chemicals, teenagers, all that fun stuff. <laughs> So we have to make our own arrangements for that? Uh, yeah. Um, for uh, for hazardous materials, there's a website, makethedrop.ca. You just go on there, put in your postal code, what you have, tells you the closest uh, nearby place where you can drop stuff off for free. Most stuff in London it goes to the HSW, the Household Special Ways Depot, which is down on Manning Road, south of the 401. What are the advantages of hiring 1-800-GOT-JUNK or other accredited junk removal companies, say, over uh, purchasing or renting a dumpster? Yeah. Uh, for If you're uh, calling in an accredited business, uh, you have that peace of mind that uh, an independent third party has checked to make sure that we have insurance, that, that our insurance is up to date, that we're registered with the WSIB, right, for any workplace injuries, that we're covered for all that stuff, uh, that our teams have been trained and we're sending professionals into your home, right? So that... That gives you great assurance, right? Um, if you're getting a dumpster, um, similar thing is, I mean, they're going to put the dumpster on your driveway and then you're doing all the work yourself. But right? checking with BBB or other sources to make sure that accreditation is there is a good plan. Oh, absolutely. It's always a great plan to check with the BBB first. Okay. Well, so what do you do with all the stuff that you collect? Uh, does it just go to the landfill or uh, or does, do you save some of it for a museum? Or <laughs> uh, Not quite a museum, although we've uh, picked up some interesting things over the years. Uh, it's been 15 years here in London, and I would say over the years we've picked up literally one everything. And yes, if you're thinking of it right now, I've probably personally picked it up and put it in the truck at some point. 
right? It's won everything. It's uh, novel and interesting. So um, we actually got independent audited uh, a couple of years ago, and we had a 90% diversion rate from the local landfill. Uh, fun fact, 15 years in business, we've never been to the local landfill directly. Right, so we uh, we actually have a fairly complicated in-house diversion stream. Uh, electronics are recycled at our office, uh, scrap metal. Uh, we do a lot of stuff with secondhand stores and charities throughout the city. Uh, we bring a lot of that stuff back to our office for a diver- diversion stream there, right? And then stuff we can't do that with, um, we bring to a couple of the local recycling yards in the city, right? And they're they're really great. We can watch, we can drop stuff off there and watch their teams, you know, pull out cardboard and metal and paper and wood and, and all that stuff gets recycled and diverted. So it's a, it's a great way to keep stuff out of the landfill. So yeah, that's actually awesome. That's a great uh, environmental strategy for if you hire 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Um, so we've already mentioned besides checking on the BBB website to learn about a company, which would be BBB.org. Um, are there things that we might want to ask a company regarding licensing, insurance, and so on before we decide to move forward with a, an agreement or a contract? Yeah, I mean, uh, in in my industry, something you want to check for is registration with the MOE, the Ministry of the Environment, right? That should be printed on any vehicle that's hauling waste. And, and again, right, uh, similar to the BBB, uh, they've done checks, right? So they check that they're insured, that they're registered with WSIB, right? Teams are professional, they're trained, right? They're bringing the, anything they pick up to a, accredited facilities either, right? You know, it's not, you know, driving out and putting it in some farmer's field and burning it or something, right? I've I've heard all the stories too, <laughs> so, right? But uh, that ministry environment uh, registration shows that the that company's professional and going to do it, going to take care of the junk properly once it leaves your home or business. Now, uh, how about pricing? Is there a standardization of pricing uh, or uh, do you have to ask about that up front and make sure that there aren't any surprises? Oh, absolutely. Uh, we're all our, uh, My company is all about upfront pricing, right? So we'll give you a price before we do any work and it's a free, no obligation quote. Um, but yeah, I would highly, highly recommend if you're getting any work done, right, be it junk removal or any other work, that mm-hmm. you get one of those full upfront quotes, that there's no mystery, no hidden fees, no surcharges, no extra loading charges or anything like that, right? You want, if you're getting, yeah, make sure if you get a quote, it's the full, this is all I'm ever going to pay quote. Andrew, we always learn a little bit and we're all ready for uh, spring cleaning now. Thanks very much once more for uh, being our guest here on Ask BBB. It's always a pleasure and we're happy to help keep London clean and green and junk free. Our guest has been Andrew DeBoer of 1-800-GOT-JUNK, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. And the 2016 winner of the BBB's Business Integrity Award. When we come back, what do you look for in a contractor when you want a new look for your bathroom or kitchen? Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO of BBB, serving Western Ontario. Well, spring and the Easter weekend are seen as times of renewal and fresh beginnings, so... It isn't surprising that renovations will spring to mind. This morning, we welcome Drew Pelk of Dynamic Kitchens to bring us some insights to kitchen and bathroom renovations. Welcome to Ask BBB. Thank you for having me. Drew, some people might say that kitchen and bathroom renovation is uh, like childbirth. (laughs) It's it's painful, but the results are worth it. But in the same context, if if you know what to expect, you're better equipped to handle it. Um, What are some of the... reasons that people decide to renovate a kitchen? Is it because they want a more modern look or are they determined to make it uh, an easier place to work? 
Well, why wouldn't you want to renovate your kitchen? Uh, people do it for a, a number of reasons. Uh, sometimes it's just due to old and worn out flooring or they need to replace one appliance and they don't like the color or the style of the ones that they already have. Uh, sometimes they purchase a new fridge and find out that the new <laughs> fridges are bigger than the space that they have for the existing ones. Sometimes they want to replace a countertop and don't want to put a new stone top on an old worn out kitchen. Um, but more often than not, it's because their kitchen's smaller or outdated and they just want to open up some walls and make it a more central part of their home. Uh, they want a more open concept uh, for entertaining guests, and that's ultimately why um, kitchens are now the most commonly used room in the home for entertaining. When I've looked at your website, you, you talk about function and style. Uh, so which which comes first? Do you take both of those into consideration? The, the function is, is a big part of it. Yeah, I think that ultimately depends on the client itself. If uh, Some clients are all about the function and some are all about the style. So it's kind of a marriage of the two. So are there any uh, new trends in kitchen remodeling that you're noticing lately? Um, well, London's a fairly conservative market, and uh, we typically are two to three years behind the Toronto market. So really what happens there is what trickles down here. Um, and we as a consumer typically need to see something uh, uh, over and over again for us to go make that transition from, uh, well, I like it, but it's not for me, to, oh, I really want to have that in my next house. So what goes into a good kitchen design then? Uh, first of all, getting to know your clients, uh, how they cook, how many cooks, uh, what's the general function of each of them, and then to design a space that works for everyone with minimal overla- overlap so that they're not uh, bumping into each other. So that speaks to experience. How, what should we look for with somebody who's going to help us do that design? What kind of experience should we expect them to have had? Well, it takes uh, many, many years of uh uh, experience to become a knowledgeable and proficient kitchen designer. Uh, it's also important for your designer works with a team of other experienced designers to bounce ideas off of. Do customers underestimate the time a renovation will take, and are there the step? Um, and what are the steps? <clears throat> and how much time should you expect if you want to venture into a, a full renovation? I think most people realize that it's a process and they know that it's going to take some time. Where they typically fall short is in the, how long the planning should take. And that all, that's ultimately determined by the scope of the project and the type of client that you are. Clients who've taken time to do their initial research tend to make be- their decisions a lot quicker. Uh, clipping articles from, and pictures from design magazines or create some folders on your, uh, from designs from the internet, it's always a great place to start. Uh, don't worry if the kitchen's out on the uh, that you've downloaded are not the si- same size and shape as the ones that you have. It's just more important to tag the items in those kitchens that are things that you would like us to incorporate into your own design. So that is a research of the surface. Uh, but what about some of the other things that are involved? Are people surprised when they learn you might have to redo plumbing, might have to do electrical, uh, um, and you mentioned pl- appliances earlier, yeah. Yeah, I think there's a, a whole lot of things that can um, happen, but ultimately that depends on the scope of the project renovation that you're looking at. Um, you know, when they sometimes when people are looking at the flooring, they decide, well, how far do I have to go with that? Do I just do the kitchen, or am I doing all the other adjacent rooms? Um, you know, and the and uh, in pretty much every kitchen requires some kind of drywall repair, painting, backsplash, tile work, uh, and some, if not all, new appliances. Um, where the some renovations get into additions and structural requirements and beams and additions and windows and doors and trims. And so there's a whole lot that can be uh, in all-encompassing in a kitchen renovation. So, Drew, how important then is a budget? Uh, it's extremely important. Uh, 
Uh, and that's why doing your preliminary research and interviewing qualified renovators is really, really important. Um, we're here to help you and we're help, here to guide you and educate you. And I understand that it's a frightening process for uh, people to take on their own. Um, the input and experience of a knowledgeable contractor will make that process a lot easier for you and uh, a much more overall enjoyable experience too. What are some of the hallmarks that we should look for then in a contractor like yourself? Are there some things besides looking on the BBB site? Uh, BBB is is an excellent resource as well as the one if there are the members of the London Home Builders Association or the Rental Council, uh, which we are. Um, there are certain guidelines that they have to abide by to be um, have those memberships. So once we've hired a contractor, how much of the homeowner's time will be required during the renovation process? Well, if you've done all your homework and you made all your selections, your involvement at that point should be minimal. Uh, so please, please, please can't stress this point enough. Do your research and plan ahead. Pre-planning will save you tons of time and money. Wasting your contractor's time because you haven't finalized your decisions will only prolong the renovation and cost you more in the end. And then one final point, I guess, is trust your, the judgment of your contractor and your designer. You selected them for a reason. Now trust that they'll make your kitchen into your dream kitchen. How much time does a renovation generally take then, Drew, uh, when you, you get started? Do people underestimate how long that's going to take? Well, for the cabinetry itself, from the time that you've placed the order, you're looking at about six to eight weeks for manufacture. The renovation typically doesn't start until two to three weeks before the kitchen is ready to be installed. So with the two and three weeks before, the it's only a few days to install, and then countertops are another couple of weeks after that. And then only the thing that's left um, after the countertops go in are getting your plumbing and uh, hooked up and your backsplash tile done. So really, you should be looking at about an inconvenience of a, roughly about five weeks. So it would be ready just about in time for summer. <laughs> Drew, thanks very much for being with us this morning and giving us some tips on uh, what to look for if we are thinking about a kitchen renovation. Our guest has been Drew Pelk of uh, Dynamic Kitchens, an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau with an A-plus rating. And when we return, a social media privacy tune-up. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Linda Smith. And I'm Jim Swan. Well, in light of the recent revelation that Cambridge Analytica allegedly mined personal information from more than 50 million Facebook users, social media privacy has been all over the news According to an Angus Reid poll, nearly 75% of Canadian Facebook users plan to change behavior in wake of the controversy, but only about 10% of the respondents said that they would delete their account entirely. Linda, what can we do to update our privacy settings online to protect ourselves from this sort of thing? Well, let's start with Facebook. Facebook is the largest of all the social networks and is front and center among the Cambridge Analytica allegations. Facebook has different privacy settings, different sections of uh, a user's social profile. So remember, privacy settings for photos, status updates, friends lists, and likes must all be adjusted individually. Mm. Generally, Facebook has four audience options for you to adjust. Public, meaning anyone on or off Facebook can view the posts. Friends, meaning only your friends can see it. Custom, meaning you can exclude content from certain people or lists. And finally, only me, meaning only you can see the posts. BBB's advice is to try and avoid any public settings when possible. That way you are keeping your information as tight as possible. Can we check the setting before we make the post? 
Yes, before posting a status, picture, or video, you can see who you are sharing it to. To change the setting, just click in the Update Status field where it asks, What's on your mind? Then you do, you'll see a drop down menu just to the left of the Post button. You can choose how public you want your post to be. That's a good time to do it. Is, is there another way to change them so it defaults to just friends or just custom? The other way is under Privacy Settings and Tools. Click on the downward pointing arrow in the top right corner, choose Settings, and then find Privacy on the left column. There, you can decide how public or private you want your posts to be. What else can we change in that uh, Privacy setting? By accessing that Privacy Settings and Tools panel, you can control a large portion of all of your privacy settings, like who can see my stuff. You can also view your activity log, see who uh, can see posts you like or have commented on. Now, we always hear about accounts being hacked or or fake friends uh, making requests. Is there anything we can do to change that and and, uh, change that in the settings and stop that sort of thing? In the privacy settings, go to Who Can Contact Me. BBB recommends selecting Friends or Friends of Friends, for who can send you friend requests. In this section, you can also filter the messages you will receive in your Facebook inbox. Another section you can change is who can look me up. This section, users uh, uh, users have the ability to filter who can find them by searching an email address and phone number. Well, that brings up a question. Can search engines like Google find our Facebook profiles? They can unless you change your privacy settings. In the Privacy Settings panel, you need to select No under Do You Want Other Search Engines to Link to Your Timeline? Keep in mind, it might take a bit for search engines to stop showing your profile link. Okay, what about those apps and those quizzes that are on there all the time? Uh, Are we giving them access to our information? Most apps need access to limited information on your Facebook profile for you to use the app. Usually it is your name, profile picture, cover photo, gender, networks, username, and user ID are always publicly available, including two apps. So BBB suggests examining which third-party applications have access to your Facebook profile. You can see this under the Privacy Settings and Tools panel, then select Apps on the left-hand side. You can revoke their access anytime in this section. So will this make our Facebook profiles truly private then, Linda? Even with all these privacy settings in place, it is important to understand that nothing on the Internet is truly private. Be mindful of the information you share and the audience with whom it is shared. Be cautious, use caution when sharing pictures of new homes, babies, and personal information. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about other social networks? There are many other social networks that you need to check the privacy policy on as well. While you are adjusting your privacy settings on Facebook, also adjust your settings on Instagram, Snapchat, Pinterest, Twitter, and any other social networks you've had a profile on. Well, we wish everybody luck in making these changes. And stay tuned because Facebook uh, may make some changes that will affect all of this. But uh, uh, certainly it's a place to start. Mm -hmm. And that's about all the time we have, uh, Linda, for the show this time around. Uh, Remember to report a scam. Go to BBB Scam Tracker. That's bbb.org forward slash scam tracker. To protect yourself from all kinds of scams, visit the BBB Scam Tips page at bbb.org forward slash scam. 
Scam tips. Next week on Ask BBB, we will have Brad Brunskill at Pyramid Paving to give us tips on paving, and Shannon Ruffle and James Baker at Heritage Renovations to give us tips on windows and doors. And remember to check out BBB.org to look up a business, to file a complaint, write a customer review, report a scam, to read tips, or to follow us on social media and much more. You can contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBBWesternONT. Interested in becoming a BBB-accredited business? Call us or go online to BBB.org backslash Western hyphen Ontario and become part of one of the largest business networks in North America. Well, that's Ask BBB for this week. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust.